who do you have coming out the west i would be honest man it's game time man check your watch it's what game, i mean and coming off the bench isn't a bad you are tuned into hot take season where these hot takes are rated e for everyone a rotation of quarterback like that, that's gonna be a wild thing. Season. Hot take season. Hot take season. What up? What up? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hot Take Season, where these hot takes are rated E for everybody. I'm your host, Mia Me. The homie Pop is co-hosting with me. What's up with you, Pop? What's up? You know I'm still here working for free. Why are you counting the big bucks? Nah, here you go. Why you always got to start trouble? I mean, every episode is something with you. <laughs> because, you know, you got that letter from ESPN and you ain't want to sign. I wish I did. It's coming. I feel it, though. One day. And I'm starving, so I got to constantly remind <laughs> Nah, but um, so Pop's special guest for this episode um, is a Cowboys fan. And no, we're not talking about my boys on this episode, in case y'all were wondering. Um, but the homie Gotti is in the mix. What's up with you? What's going on? Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Thanks for coming on. Um, so we're talking NBA. Um, the NBA has been back in full swing for about three weeks or so now. Um, but I think the biggest headline this past week was finding out um, about Robert Sarver, the uh, Phoenix Suns owner, um, saying some racist and misogynistic remarks. Um, and, and these allegations are stemming back from like 2015 to 2016, up until now, um, with people saying, you know, working there was kind of a hostile environment under him. So um, I'm open the floor up to Gotti first and kind of get your reactions on this situation. I mean, it's not really surprising. <laughs> Talk about uh, white owners like that. Mm-hmm. That's not surprising at all, man. I'm not, I'm not surprised. It's unfortunate, but it's not surprising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop, what about you? Man, they don't love us. They love the sauce, you know? <laughs> so uh, I wouldn't, I don't take, I don't, you know, I, I look at all of them like that. You know what I mean? Some of them could be cool, but you got to know the era they from, the way they got their money, their exactly. background. They haven't ran into many people of color besides the players that they play. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the majority of people of color. They Even in the organization, they don't, you know, they don't promote minorities within their organization. So, okay. you know, why would you? I don't expect much from them, to be honest. The bar is in hell for them. So I don't, like, <laughs> I don't I'm not the type of person, like, I'm astonished or I'm amazed. It's not, this is what they do. And you, you privy to private conversations and. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. right now, this is part of the NBA. Hopefully, there'll be more players in a position to own teams. You know, hopefully, LeBron are retiring. Not anytime soon, Bron, Bron. We need you, but... Uh, I know some Lakers fans who disagree, but... Uh, yeah, I don't um, even... Like, I don't think players are surprised about this stuff, though, either. I mean, they have to talk about it because it's... It's, it's uh, news. Yeah, it's news, but like he said, like Pop just said, man, this stuff, this is this is what they... This is where they come from. It's how mm-hmm. they think no matter if they pay you, they don't, you, you just, uh, you know, you just, uh, just doing the work for them, man. So end of the day, same thing with Donald Sterling. That wasn't surprising. You know, I think most of them are like that. So do you think this in a sense affects their free agency moves going forward with maybe them 
having it harder um, to find people to want to come to Phoenix? Because right now no. Phoenix is doing good. You know what I mean? They're they're one of the top teams. Um, they were in oh, the finals last the, season. The bookcasters checked last night. Everybody, check still clear. <laughs> they, that's not going to affect the game. Um, it's just a maybe it's a reminder. I don't know if it's going to turn into a Donald Sterling type of thing where he gets you know ousted for his team or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah which seems like the ultimate play. But even that was a cash out for Donald Sterling because like, okay, these teams are worth money, but you never have that liquid until you sell. Right, right, right. So buy the team for four million. And that's what people got to realize. Like some of these owners from the ABA, NBA merger, they bought the team 70s and 80s. Who had money then? And then this is a a great show. Like sometimes I like things like this, a reality check, slap in the face. If you do any investigations – on the people with money in America, you're going to come out disappointed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, America's still eating off of slavery in a big way, so I don't see, uh, in this, I don't see, um, people saying, oh, I'm not going to play for Phil. Imagine you being 17 and you hearing, you know, all the owners say, you're going to be like, yo, my friends say, so, you know. <laughs> and that's what was striking to me is like, it, um, I think in this first situation, it wasn't that, he was trying to say it or call somebody one. It was that he was like, well, why does Draymond get to say it? And I think that's a that's a that's a whole new topic that we all have to face within our community. If that makes sense. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, I don't mean to cut you off. Sorry. Yeah, but go like, ahead. But like, you know, I work in law enforcement and stuff like that. And at my job, I had somebody say that to uh, one of the lieutenants. Uh, I heard a. Uh, this guy saying this, the N word, and why, why, why can they say it and we can't? Like you, you just can't, man. That's it. It's no, it's no, it's not. We shouldn't have to explain that to them. You know, I think yeah, it's a disconnect there. But at the end of the day, man, do your do your history, do your uh, your research on history of why the word is offensive to us, and and that's that. You know, I think it's just a cop out to say, oh, why well, he said it, and, and I can't say, it. you know, whatever. It's, that, that makes no sense to me. You know. Yeah, the me crazy either. thing is, the whites that I'm cool with don't want to say it. Exactly. You know I mean? like, well, it is. In public, you know, even though they do in the they, they home, but in public they say no, that. No, 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 I, the, I don't really. Well, I can't say that on this podcast, but uh, <laughs> so we looking for a Disney check. <laughs> I don't have many Caucasian friends, um, and the ones I do, like I stamp, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, nah, for sure, same, same. Yeah, they're they're inclusive. They let me know how they feel about mm-hmm. you know. They're not riding around with uh all live matter flags. I don't really jack people like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah no, I'm the same. Um, I got a couple of Caucasian friends and. One I can send like a brother to me, man, and he don't he frowns he frowns up, like on white people even just saying that in songs, man. When songs come on and then the word come up, you don't like that either. So it's some people that's really, you know, they 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 tell you they get it, they yeah, get they it. get it exactly. Yeah. And he's an owner. He come from a place of privilege. He's not going to get it. It's like it's not yeah, so right. much the word as in you're telling him no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was weird to me that he would even ask that question especially in that setting i feel like if you have to for one you shouldn't have to ask that question kind of like god said but if you feel the need to ask that question then you ask it to somebody that you're more comfortable with not that somebody that you're doing business with if that mm-hmm. makes sense that makes well sense. it's not business for him like it's not true he, he doesn't he doesn't see the people as people he sees them as players it's not it's a little different the, yeah. He's not. He's not calling himself the CEO of an organization. He's saying I'm the owner of this team. Mm-hmm. You know, you're my players. Like, look when LeBron left. You see how that owner reacted? That was nuts. Yeah, it was crazy. That was nuts. I'll never forget that. But mm-hmm. it, it also was like an echo to me of maybe how the other owners feel. Yeah, it was you know? like how dare, 
he pretty much said how dead is N word, you know, do this when I when I, I drafted him and all of this, like he owed him something, you know. Yeah. Like it was a farm system, like he was like he was in LeBron in third grade, and that's just not true. Yeah, man. I agree with that. Yeah, I think and, and furthering that point, um, what did you guys think about the Lamarcus Aldridge situation? Um, with, with Phoenix trying to draft him and you know him wanting to stay closer to his uh, his kids and so that's why he chose to go to the Spurs but then for Sarver to say you know well we got to have some of these players to start impregnating strippers that way well Phoenix strippers at that you know that way they want to stay um, close to their kids and things like that that was just that was totally yeah, left field for me yeah that's just going to be that's just him being a clown, man. Like stuff like that, you can't even really. You just it's just ignorant, you know. It's it's not really any kind of explanation for it besides the fact that he being ignorant, he being a clown, you know. He think because he has money that these guys got a cow time and do whatever he says, man. Some people people got to do what they want to do for their family. So mm-hmm. and they, yeah, he is sucker for that. But also, um, let's not let's not live in this imaginary world. Like let's not live in a world where we're not we don't live in reality. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's be honest and um, let's say things like this. Um, we saw he got game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Women have been a recruiting tool. This, and that's not the only movie they did it. That's just the one that came to my head first. There's a football movie that they did that as well. Women have been used as a recruiting tool for athletes for a long time. So he yeah. was just saying, and he he's the owner. Remember, I'm trying to tell you in his right. mind, that nobody can check them. There's no yeah. rules for him. So he's feeling like, Oh, so why don't we just why don't we just have women trap these men? Like, why don't we do that? You know what I mean? He's not seeing them as people. He's not seeing it as a genuine interaction. He's just seeing it as, hey, I wanted this guy to come. The main, only reason, the main reason I heard him say he didn't want to come because he wanted to be closer to his kids. We need to get our uh, the players that we want. We need to trap them with strippers. And he meant that. Like that wasn't that's not a joke. That was that was different. like he meant that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, you know, that's all the mindset, race relations. It, it comes with so much yeah. the dynamic of the things that get exposed to the public, the emails that got get leaked and the, the cases that come. They don't just start that one day in the office. It comes from years of, like, terrible thinking. Yeah. Definitely. No, I agree with that. That's actually a good point. I didn't even think of it like that, but that's a good point. Yeah, I think years of, um, you know, that just being ingrained in you, it, it comes out in different ways and unfortunately mm-hmm. it comes out you know like he did it and like you're saying he he meant it and for whatever reason he thought something was innocent behind it but nah that was not the case at all yeah um <laughs> but we'll move on and we'll get into um the top five teams in the league right now um in the east and the west and y'all can kind of Kind of tell me what y'all are thinking so far and how these teams end up later down the line. Um, so right now, leading the East, and we'll start with the East. Um, we got the 76ers, the Heat, the Bulls, the Nets, and then the Knicks. It was the Raptors in that fifth spot, but New York has moved up. So I don't know, Pop, if that's going to make you a fan again or not. But <laughs> No, man. Dolan owns the team. Um it's not so much that I'm not a fan of the Knicks. It's just that I know better. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> um, they're going to find a way to mess this up, man. Um, a great example of who I think the Knicks are this season, they beat the Magic by 50. And then two games later, two nights later, they lost by, like, I think, 8 or 12. That's who the Knicks are. 
to the same team. That's what and um but over 82 games, they will gladly show you who they are, especially Tibbs. He runs his starters into the ground. Um this they definitely I'm definitely not uh I'm definitely not thumbs up. Leon Rose is running it, so I'm pretty sure there's gonna be like a scandal or something coming soon. <laughs> um a lot of chess pieces are being made that are not the things that people want to hear in the public. And when they do come to light, it's going to be the end of that situation. So um, I'm not, yeah, it's the Knicks, man. It's the Knicks. <laughs> I can't explain it any better. I can't make it any worse. I just, the Knicks, man, just root with them at caution, man. Just, they're building you up, Knicks fans, to let you down. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. We, we, we Cowboys fans. So right. We, we know. <laughs> yeah, we know how that goes. But, like, as far as the East, it's too early, man. Like, I tell people all the time, it's 82 games, man. Like, like he just said, like Pop just said, they won by 50 and lost by 12. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really hold that against them because it's, it's a long season. Like, sometimes guys just don't have it that night, and that's what happens. You know, people tripping about slow starts for the Nets uh, earlier and stuff like that. At the end of the day, man, like the team that we think is going to be there, as long as they stay healthy, they're going to be there. So I don't really put a lot of stock into like the first three weeks of the NBA season. You got to talk to me and, you know, around March and stuff like that. Then we can have a better feel for what's going to happen. Makes so, sense. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I get it's early, but we got the Sixers sitting at the number one spot right now with all of this Ben Simmons stuff going on. What are you thinking about that so far, Gotti? <laughs> The Ben Simmons thing is funny to me. I live in uh, Pennsylvania. I live in Nazareth, and I'm around a lot of Philly fans. And uh, everybody I talk to, they want him going. So it's like, all right, you want him going, he want to leave. What's the problem? You know, and people think, all right, he's doing it the wrong way. But my thing is this, man. I saw the reactions after the after uh, the elimination last year to the Hawks and how fans were talking about him, posting videos in his comment section. He's still a young kid, man. How do you think you want to react to this stuff? He's not as mature as uh, – other people, so yeah, he might be handling it the wrong, handling it the wrong way. At the same time, he want to leave. I want him going. What's the problem? You know, y'all should be happy that he's not playing. That's how I look at it. I, you know, I don't feel like you can sit here and be like, oh, we want him going, but we want him to play." Like, I make up your mind. You know, so I mean, they're gonna have to eventually figure out that situation because you, they're not gonna go nowhere without uh, uh, without somebody that's consistent along alongside Embiid. And even though Ben Simmons, he has his, uh, you know, his, uh, his issues, can't be shooting all of that stuff, but he's still a good player, you know. So if you're not going to play him, you got to move him somehow and make the ask the asking price come down a little bit. I think, um, I think the the big issue is him not wanting to um, shoot the ball as well as and and not shooting it as well as he could. Um, but, but I think that's something that could be worked out um, down the line. I think maybe Philly just isn't the team for him. Um, and so he's got to find himself in a, in a better offense um, or really on a better team that just fits him. The main problem with Ben Simmons right now is confidence is gone. Like you, mm-hmm. you don't have no confidence, man. You're not going to do nothing at a high level. So even, even if he's not a great shooter, you still got to shoot the ball. He, he's in games where he's wide open, passing up, you know, 12, 13 footers, foot shots. You know, you got guys like Giannis and Westbrook. They're not great shooters, but they take those shots. You got to take those shots. Right, That's right, just, right. You know, so, yeah, man, I think at um, the end of the day, Ben Simmons, man, he just got to get his confidence back, and I think he'll be all right. Pop, what you got? You thinking Philly can stay at, top, at the top with uh, this whole Ben Simmons situation? 
Well, the Eastern Conference shall forever be the Eastern Conference. So, um, you know, it's not like it's not like the West where you lose five games in a row and your season's over early. Mm-hmm. Um, that Eastern's it has gotten more competitive. Shout out to Chicago. Shout out to um, Charlotte. They're showing up this year. Um, I think that Philly needs to get rid of this distraction. It's got to be exhausting being asked about this every game before the game, after the game, during the game. It's got to be exhausting, not really understanding what's going on because, you know, at one time it was, I just don't want to play. Then it's mental health issues. Then today they released their finding him 360000 Like, it's all a game for this guy, Ben Simmons, who's turning himself into a joke. Um, this might be his last max contract. Um, I think Philly, you know, has the pieces. Tobias Harris got to earn his money. Mm-hmm. You know, he said he was a max player. They gave him max money. They, you know, they couldn't sign Jimmy because of it. Tobias Harris got to step up. And Embiid is one of the better big men, but can he do it on consecutive nights? It's been a question with him for years. Can he stay healthy? I think Philly's got Doc, so they're always going to have, you know, they're going to have the advantage in every night. Most nights are versus most coaches with the schemes and the systems they run. So um, I do see Philly in the playoffs, but probably just a second-round exit. Um, I don't see them. I don't see them going far. Depending on what they do, it just trade with Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons got to go. He, you know, he's he's not there really. He's already out of there. You just got to find a place for him and a replacement. Um, yep. I think once Ben Simmons is gone, they'll be able to focus more on the season. They'll know, you know, you got to know who's on your who's on your team, who's on your squad, who, you know, what you what you're bringing every night. Not knowing, hey, because there might be some guys on the team. This is not getting reported, but it might be some guys on the team who Ben makes their job easier during the game and they're hoping that he comes back. So, you know, people haven't really made the adjustments because it's in the limbo. And I'm surprised that, you know, the, the, the NBA that I know, they didn't, um, you know, NBA stands for no boys allowed. They didn't allow, they wouldn't allow this kind of thing to go on for so long because it's like a circus. But then you got Daryl Morey, so he's probably trying to be strategic and he's a new GM there. He's probably trying to save face. But at this point, they just got to make a move and live with it. Because not making the move seems to be hindering them more. And like with that stuff too with Ben Simmons, man, you know, I try to put myself in other people's shoes because we all not built the same, you know. So mm-hmm. he's a different he's from what Australia and stuff like that. You know, so he, he he's not really from the mud and all of that. So he's probably the the backlash that he got from his performance, he probably took that to heart. You know, somebody else would come out and just ball out, shut the crowd up, or make them uh respect him even more, but he's just not like that. So if he not like that, get him up out of here. You know, he's not ready for Philly, you know. So that's why they want him going anyway. They say he's soft and all that, you know. So. Well, because he comes from a sense of entitlement. And as somebody that's observed the situation, Ben Simmons did tell us – Ben Simmons can't shoot free throws. Uh, second year, remember, he sat out the whole first year. Mm-hmm. And the NBA worked for him and still gave him rookie year, which I thought was a big mistake. And I think that fed into his ego. LeBron even told him, hey, you can be better than me, but you got to do the work. He forgot to do the work part. Ben Simmons is a guy who's been – for what people don't understand when my beef with Ben Simmons was, like, um, not that he dated a Kardashian. That is part <laughs> of it. But before that, when he told his coach he wasn't going to practice free throws, it's like, yo, you can't shoot free throws and you're going to tell me you're not practicing free throws? Like, what, what is this about? And who are you to tell me you just got into this league? Who are you to tell me uh-huh. that um, – yeah. You're not gonna you're not gonna work on your game. What are you saying to me? So when I pointed at they're like, nah, boy is nice, boy could do this, that, and the third. And here we are, four years later, five years later, boy 
all his all the things he ran from are coming up right now and it's like a slap in the face and he's saying well you know he he made a comment i I heard this it's not going viral but i heard him say this well look milwaukee went through Giannis last year and he doesn't have a jump shot so philly should go with me because milwaukee won we shouldn't be going through and beat but like even though I'm not a fan of Embiid and his three-pointers, I'm really not a fan of Embiid because he's not consistently healthy and he doesn't dominate consistently. He'll have 33 points one night, 10 rebounds, and the next night he'll have eight rebounds, four points. You know, that's just that's just Embiid. But at the same time, who who is who is Ben Simmons to say running through me? Like, what have you shown us? You choked last year. You have something to prove, and you feel like you don't have nothing to prove, and we rewarded you with max money. It's like you've been coddled your whole adult life. Because what has Ben Simmons, let's be honest, what is he, like 24, 25? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's young, man. <laughs> He's been coddled his whole life. I remember he had problems with the LSU coach. And I thought, like, maybe that, because LSU is not known for a place that spins the bag. So when they got Ben Simmons, I was like, okay, they, they laundered some money to get this dude. And then when they didn't get the results that they were looking for, I could see there being a little conflict there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then to come to the NBA with the same attitude, to me, it's just like, yo, you've been coddled. Most most athletes are coddled because they have a very, you know, they have a very delicate ego. They're not they're not thrown into reality like most people. You know, they, they've never been discarded. They've never been saying, okay, you, you don't work out for this? All right, go find your way. They never had that. It's always been, hey, you're really good at this. I like you because you're really good at this. We're going to help you get better at this, and you're going to make us money. You know, it's always been one hand washed the other with them. So now you're seeing all of that come full circle with Ben Simmons. And he's not the only one, but it's just the spotlights on him right now. Right. And I think, you know, um, that would that would tick you off with any player, you know, trying to come in and have that attitude. And I feel like Philly fans can be ruthless um, no matter what team it is in Philly. They all can be pretty ruthless and, and be hard on anybody. And like, I think we all agree he's not he's not built to handle that. And so it's it's him dealing with that and then he's getting in his feelings behind it. And instead of him addressing what's wrong with himself, he's just playing further into the narratives, if that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, instead of trying to, instead of even working on the problem, the man showed up to training camp after he said he wasn't going to show up. Stand on your guns, man. <laughs> if you got enough money, stand tall. You showed up after you wasn't going to show up. I'm not a fan. I'm not like, oh, you saw because of that. I'm like, uh, what's going on with this dude? Like, you should have enough bread between endorsements and the bread you should have saved because this is your max. You already had a contract before that, and I didn't see any luxurious spending. Um, but who knows what his lifestyle is like? Who knows how he's really living? But you know, you should a million dollar fine shouldn't hurt you. Yeah, you know what I mean. You got bread. It's not smart. The smart thing would be to go to work out and get traded. That would be the thing that goes. Show him what you got. Like. Get yourself in a better trade scenario. You don't want to end up in Sac. Well, maybe he does want to end up in Sacramento, but <laughs> I would think a guy like that. You don't want to end up in Sacramento. You don't want to end up in um, even though Toronto competed, a lot of players are still iffy about going up north. You don't want to end up in. You don't want to end up in a situation. I was like, damn, I'm here now. Right. I'm. You went from a major city, a metropolis, because Philly is a major city. It's only two hours from New York. Like, you went from a major city to a plane, and you know, a place where. The crowd is barely there. Nobody's interacting. It's going to affect your endorsements. My whole thing with Ben Simmons is like, yo, what do you want out of the game? Is it about bread? Okay, it's more than bread. It's about basketball. All right, show us that. And if it's just about bread, take your money and go, man, because you're bad for the game at this point. I know he's hurting this collective bargaining agreement because I know they're looking at it like, yo, we paid this dude. Mm-hmm. What's the problem? 
You know what I mean? Like most most people, money is the problem. Like, yo, we wanted the money. We negotiated for the money. We didn't get what we wanted. And we, look at Scottie Pippen. He's bitter right now because he didn't <laughs> feel like he didn't feel like he got the bread he wanted. He's all-time 50 greatest. You know what I mean? And like Ben Simmons is nowhere near that. And you got paid. So what's the problem, man? And he, he just refuses to work on his game, which shows that, you know, it's deeper than basketball. And he got embarrassed last year in the playoffs by Trey Young. Yeah. Trey Young's not a defensive stopper. Trey Young gives up a foot on him. What about Ben Simmons' games didn't translate against Trey Young? You're bigger than him. You're stronger than him. And you, you had every advantage. What was the problem? You don't want to. Sh- and then you don't show up in the fourth quarter. Like, you don't shoot. That's crazy. Not ready for that level. But, um, I mean, since we're still talking about Ben Simmons, um, I, I think that you not being willing to work on your game makes it harder for you to leave Philly to end up in a better situation. So where could you guys see him going? Um, where could you see either Philly trading him to or him being released and somebody else picking him up? And I'll start with you, Gotti. I mean, like oh, – you not get released. I mean, like you said, like, you got to work on your game, man. At the end of the day, if you want to leave, get out there in the court, make sure that you put the work in, you put some good tape out there, and teams that want to trade for you. They're trading for you now, and they're, they're thinking about the guys they saw in the playoff. You know, the mm-hmm. guy passing up a dunk with six foot one Trey on, on him and shooting thirty percent from the free throw line. That's the last bit of tape you had out there. So, if you want to go somewhere and uh, move faster, you got to get in the court and show that you improved and that your game is, you know, your game is evolving, man. At the end of the day, I didn't hear that quote that Pop said, but like the Giannis stuff is is kind of it's kind of delusional. Like even though Giannis isn't a great shooter, he takes those shots. He's not scared of the moment. You know, Giannis got fouled and. He shoot a free. He shoot an air ball and he go right back to the rack and get right go back to the free throw line, knock the shot, knock the shot down. This guy, he's scared to get to the line, man. So it's like, for him, you gotta go out there and just play at the end of the day. I mean, some people might trade him off potential alone and just his measurables and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's no, it's no, it's no really clear cut of where he's gonna go. I mean, you could talk about, you can can throw out any team really, but I don't, I don't, I don't have no idea about that. You know, I heard about the uh, they talked to Portland, but I think Portland said nah. You know, and I, I don't blame him. Like, why, why are we going to trade for this guy? We don't even know where his mental right now. He's saying he got mental health issues now. <clears throat> you know, so I don't know. He's not getting released because. Believe it or not, Portland would be a higher pressure situation. It would. That's the West Coast. Yeah. And they're used to winning. Used to winning, but I mean, I they've been so. falling short. So I don't know. Maybe Ben is up for that task. But they're going to the playoffs, though. They're competing. <laughs> they was in the Western Conference Finals. And you're right. But I'm saying if, if he's not going to show up to play at that level, then maybe that's where <clears> he <throat> want to go because he doesn't seem like the player to help the team get over the hump right now. Listen, it don't matter. Pressure you know, bus pipes. You know, he's not like that. It don't matter where you play at, man. You got social media. He could be playing down in, in L.A. Fitness, man. If he missed 10 shots in the road, they're going to record it and clown him. Like, it don't matter where you where you playing at now. It don't matter what city it is. You just got there and play, man. End of the day. Yeah, it's big markets, big markets and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, man, you got to – everybody's watching, you know. You think Ben Simmons get in the court, he's in Toronto, he's in uh, Philly, Portland, whatever, he's going to get the same kind of criticism if he's not playing well. That's just the way it is nowadays with social media. So, you know. Also, it's worse. It's magnified with him because not only is he not playing well, but he, he has that I don't care attitude. And you got paid. It's That's like, what's yo, worse. Slap- yeah. 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 It's a slap in the face. You're a max player acting like this. Mm-hmm. This is like Charlie Miller on the waiver. <laughs> Chill on Charlie V. Um, um, can y'all see? And and this is what's sketchy. Um, Brooklyn is without Kyrie right now. 
Um, but they're still looking like a dominant team in the East. Can you see Brooklyn making it to the finals without Kyrie Irving? Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's a long season, injuries happen, stuff like that. But with KD and Harden, I mean, I'm not the biggest James Harden guy, but he but he a baller. You know, he can get buckets. Whether you like the way he does it or not, he's still he's, he's effective, man. And uh, he's a smart player, solid, you know. You know, so and KD is just KD. So at the end of the day, they got enough to get to the um. They almost got to the finals last year without without Harden, well, with Harden being hurt and without Kyrie. So mm-hmm. you know, he's been a little better, but I don't believe I like the Bulls like the team, but I don't believe in them. You know, I don't believe in Milwaukee. I don't know, man. Uh, but like I said, I think yeah, KD, man, Harden, that's enough. Even though Kyrie put him over the top, but it's not it's not impossible for them to make it without Kyrie. He would just be sugar on sugar on her top and the ice on the cake. Got you. Makes sense. What about you, Pop? The Nets are the best team in New York, no matter what Bezo says. So <laughs> the Nets are the Nets are going to um the Nets are, they should make the finals. Who's stopping them? That's what the question you gotta ask yourself. So Milwaukee you know, can't go back to the conference finals we were talking about, you asked first. Okay. Um, you know, who's stopping the Nets? A healthy Nets team. Who's stopping them? If they can stay healthy, mm-hmm. who's stopping them? Yeah. Um, and you know they were they were like six inches away from going to the finals last year anyway. You know his foot was on the line. Right. You know the old NBA would have just let that go, and we would have had Nets in the finals. But you know it's a new NBA. They're trying to do things. You know right. Any thoughts on the Hornets so far? Um, I think they they had a pretty good season, a surprising season. Um, last year, and and I think we see Lamelo continually growing in his game in this league. So, any thoughts on what the Hornets could possibly do this season? They're a ninth seed right now. So yeah, I mean, AC Lamelo was, uh, Lamelo was really streaky. Um, they probably be in a plane at least. Uh, Lamelo is really streaky. Uh, I kind of see what the coach was hesitant about last year. Remember, the coach was not saying that Lamelo couldn't ball. Well, he was like, a system around LaMelo doesn't translate into wins, mm-hmm. pretty much. And we're going to find out this year, because uh, in the East, you probably need, like, 38 wins to make the playoffs, uh, at least the play-in. And they started off hot, which is in their favor. You know, the first 20 games want to say a lot for them, what their record looks like. Right. Um, just LaMelo is balling, but you don't want him You don't want him to be, like, have a Westbrook stat line where he has, like, a triple-double or maybe four or five turnovers, but his team is losing by 20. You know, so you got to see if he makes the players around him better. Not just one player that, you know, he's giving assists to or he connects with. Can he make the team better? And we're going to see that. And this might be another growing year for him. You know, you might not see the LaMelo that his potential is showing to, like, maybe year three or four, as long as he continues on the right path. But uh, I think maybe they could um, maybe they could make the players. I see them in the play-in, at least. Yeah, I could see that. That would be a good scenario for them, actually. I think uh, I think they've been in playoffs. I like I like the change. You know, the talk is about Lamelo because he uh, he the uh, he the big name, but Miles Bridges is the one really balling crazy mm-hmm. going right now. So I think they got a good young team, and they got they got the pieces. They got uh, you got Lamelo, you got Terry Rozier, Scary Terry. So you got Miles, you got PJ Washington, you got Gordon Hayward. Kind of deep over there, man. I think they've been in the playoffs. They'd be up and down. They're like five and four right now, something like that. Six and four, something like that. They'd I believe they may be five and five actually. Maybe so, you know, that like I said it's early, man. And you know, LaMelo, I don't you know my man said that about Russ. You know, I'm a Russ fan, so I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> Are like we that about to get on them. I don't like that narrative about Russ don't make people 
better. I think that I think that's that's crazy. But at the day, Lamelo, he's solid, man. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. All right, all right. So you brought up Westbrook. So let's go ahead and talk about the Western Conference. Um, at the one spot right now, we have the Jazz, and then the Warriors, who are having a really good season so far. Yeah, um, I like yeah, my Mavericks are at three, the Suns at four, and then the Lakers at five. So, I mean, we can kick it off talking about the Lakers. Um, Gotti, I believe you're a Thunder fan, right? Yeah, I'm an OKC fan, but Russ, my guy. Okay, so y'all, y'all got y'all two wins on the Lakers. Yeah, no, Russ, the reason why I became an OKC fan. I was a, I was a fan of players growing up. I like guys like Allen, Allen Iverson, my favorite player, T Mac, those guys. I used to follow them. And it was like one, one, one day. I don't know why. So watch uh, Russ in UCLA. Like I like that. I like this dude. I like the way he played. He got drafted to OKC. I became an OKC fan. So when he left, I'm still gonna rock with OKC. I'm always root for Russ, man. Because Russ to me is like the the guy's the most hated on dude I've ever seen in my life in the league, bro. It's kind of crazy. I mean, you could talk about LeBron too. People still hate on LeBron for no reason. But the Russ stuff is like it's goofy. They talk about turnovers, but then if you if you uh, you a high usage player. You're going to always turn the ball over. Magic Johnson averaged like almost four turnovers per game. Chris Steve Nash, the same way. You know, it's that's that's part of the game. LeBron. That's cap. LeBron, that's cap. That's not cap. That everybody, that's cap. Everybody average, everybody average turnovers, high turnovers, man. When you when you had a ball. For the career? Yes. Magic Johnson averaged damn near four, four turnovers for his whole career. You can Google that, bro. You know what I mean? So then you're looking at, you're looking at LeBron. I got Russ averaged 4.1 turnovers for his career. James Harden about 3.9. LeBron like three point five. It's all it's all in the same. You know, it's a it's Russ is Russ is just a victim of narrative, bro, because he plays so fast and sometimes out of control. So you think, oh, he's just wild and this and that. At the end of the day, Harden had like nine turnovers yesterday. Nobody talked about it. Them that had you oh, well, two. You know what I'm saying? So, I talked about it. Well, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the media don't be talking about. It, you know what I'm saying? It's narr- it's, it's a narrative. A lot a lot of a lot of these players are looked at a certain way because of the way that the media portrays them narrative wise. Mm-hmm. You look at Russ when Russ when Russ get triple double say stat pad. Dude, the, the dude wins like seventy eight percent of his game when he gets triple double. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't talk about that. When you play with Paul George, Paul George had his best season. He played with Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill had his best season. Bradley Bill called him his favorite teammate ever. He played with John Wallace so career. You know what I'm saying it's a reason. Austin Rivers said the same thing about him. You know, I'm not saying he's a perfect player. He has his flaws and he can be frustrating at times, but the scrutiny is a little over the top, man. Like ain't nobody a perfect player. Everybody got their flaws, man. End of the day. Even they talk about oh. He don't he don't make he don't do this in the playoffs. I remember them getting to the finals and him balling. You know what I mean? James Harden thinking it up. Nobody talk about that though. You know, so the rest, the rest of it's a it's a touchy topic for me because I'm a fan. It's like I'm 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 a realist too, man, at the end of the day. So and I'm like an old school basketball kind of guy. You know, Alan Iris is my favorite player. And to me, you know I mean AI. Hey, that's AI hey, said Russ's favorite player. Same thing Kobe said. Kobe he loved he loved Russ. So like Charles Barkley said, man, if you don't if you don't like Russ, you don't like basketball to me. I ain't saying you gotta love, love a guy, but you gotta respect the way he played the game, man. Either even if his even his short his, his shortcomings, man. That's just part of the game. Ain't nobody perfect out there. You know, but um as far as the Lakers go, I think they'll be all right. It's early. I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I think they'll be okay. Do you think that it's maybe um because of the fast pace that Russ plays at exactly. and yeah. because he's able to be Mr. Yeah. Triple Double on any given night? Do you yeah, think yeah. that the expectations are so high and because they're so high for him to be so perfect that maybe that's where all the hate comes from? I look at it like <laughs> the hate is just people like <laughs> we live in society now where everybody just hop on the hop on the hop on the hate train. Like if somebody says this about somebody, they're gonna the other person's gonna say the same thing. So Russ is the narrative is uh 
they call him Westbrook because he's not a great shooter. He's not a great shooter, but he, he can she can make shots. They acting like he's not Ben Simmons, you know. So the narrative gets thrown <laughs> out there like he's he's like the yo you don't want to shoot the ball ever, you know. Like the guy when he was in OKC, his patented move was a was a pull up. I mean pull up mid range. He's the exact opposite of Ben Simmons. He takes too many shots. Yeah, but Ben Simmons won't take okay, the shots. Okay, but we can, but okay, but we can talk about that too, man. Like end of the day. Kobe took a lot of shots. AI took a lot of shots. Guys, and they didn't shoot a high percentage. And Kobe got criticized for that. Too. Absolutely. So that's you making my point for me. So why did why why are people that love Kobe killing killing Russ when they pretty much I'm not saying he Kobe, obviously, but you know, like they pretty much played it. Kobe was way more efficient. No, he wasn't. Kobe shot 44% for his whole career. Kobe leads the league in all time misses. Yes. But Kobe was way more efficient. He wasn't way than more Russ. efficient. Kobe, Kobe. Most of the time, Russ looks out of control. And that's, I look see, at that's the criticism you, but you feed into the narrative. As construction credit. But you feed into there, I just said, his play style was making you think he out of control because he played so fast-paced. If you, if you break down... All the time, though. He don't do that all the time. Come on, man. He don't do that all the time. He don't do that all the time. Russ is a half-court guy or he's full-court? Like, he, he wants to run. He Well, his his strength is running because he's a... He's a right, he's so he's going to... He's gonna, that's, majority of the time, he's going to push the tempo, right? Okay. He's not always so out of that, control. That, if he was always out of control, he wouldn't be in the league right now. Like y'all act like this guy's like he, he just he just got his head on fire all the time. Like, nah, man, that ain't the case. Like I said with the Kobe stuff, man. I love Kobe. Rest in peace to Kobe. But like Kobe shot like 44% for his career from the field, shot like 32% from three for his career. But hey, how's he more efficient? They 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 put up this, they they shoot the same damn their percentages. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Kobe is a better shooter in the and, and back then, obviously, the game was different. You know, it was more one-on-one, this and that. Boom, boom. Now it's more like everybody wants to be the Warriors and, and stuff like that. But not everybody the Warriors, man. Russ got a certain kind of play style, and that's just that's just what it is. He's an old-school kind of baller. You know, he, if Russ would have been – You need 10 jump shots to win the championship. Do you want Russ taking 10 jump shots? Don't nobody want Russ taking 10 jump shots in the championship. That's not that's not the that's not the point. You, so that's so that's you moving that's the goalpost. You moving the goalpost. Are you talking about that, No, I'm not. I'm not, not. He's about, an NBA player. He's a max player. Okay. He's one of the highest played players in the league. Absolutely. What that got to So at what at what year are you going to develop a jump shot? You acting like he can't shoot the ball at all, man. He can shoot the ball. He not I'm not acting jumping. like he can't shoot the ball. I'm saying he needs 40 he needs 40 never, shots. There never be none. To get know. 27 points. Hey, how, all right, let me ask you this. Uh, what's Russ field goal percentage right now in the league right now this year? Uh, I'm not sure. I know most of his mates. What did they just say? Nah, that nah, nah man, don't do that. Don't do that, man. <laughs> nah, you question, can't tell man. me what I'm going to say. Nah, you can't tell me what I'm going to say. Nah, you do, can't control the argument. Don't do that, bro. This is a conversation where you're saying Russ is a good shooter, right? Saying he, I'm, I'm saying never, the man has never, 169 never, points never, over 169 damn, shots. Said, That's not a good shooter. Damn, I never said Russ was a good shooter. You can run the, you can run the tape back. I, never, I would never say Russ is a good shooter. So what kind of shooter are you Russ saying? Is a, he can make shots. He he's saying he can make shots, but he's not as efficient as he could be. You trying to put you trying to you trying to hit one out of two. You trying to put words right. in my mouth to fit your narrative now. I didn't say that. So what, what so what kind of okay, he can make shots. Well, I what asked NBA player can make you a shots? question, what's the field goal percentage? You say you don't know. So how are you speaking on somebody like that? You don't know. I'm that's all I'm saying. Because to me, his it's not his field goal percentage that's the problem. Not. Me and Russell Westbrook has always been he's a high turnover guy. And we're not but talking I just, about okay, all but I just and that's crazy bro. that you compared him to Magic Johnson. I think, Magic first, won. Oh my god. Russ didn't win. So you first, can't do that comparison. First of all, first of all. Magic won going at the best of them. First of so all, I didn't compare Russ gotta prove Magic, himself. Magic is but then let's go back. Let's go back. No, I, let me, I looked let, into the turnover. Hold on, I looked into the turnover. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're right. Let me talk. Let me talk, bro. 
Ma- I never compared him to Magic. I'm making the point about high usage guys that turn over you the ball. You did compare him to Magic. I, I said high usage players turn the ball over. I also said Steve Nash as well, James Harden as well. I said that. They, they all. James Harden is a problem with that. That's a problem. Okay, Steve Nash. That's what I'm saying. Steve Nash bro, never said that, Yeah, he, he, he said bro, that. I'm he saying everything you're saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's all a problem. Steve Nash never averaged four turnovers. Steve Nash, Steve Nash led the league in turnovers twice in his career. He never averaged four of them a game, though. Go look that That's up right now, man. You can look that up. I'm looking it up. I'm looking at it right now. Okay, so what's the highest he ever averaged? Three point eight. That's not. That's damn near four turnovers. Three point. But it's not four. Turnovers. <laughs> Come but on, it's not four. Come on, man. Like you. No, you, no, you no, no, no. Picking, bro. When you play with averages and math over eighty-two games, that does make a difference. If it was one night, I could see what you guys are saying. Three point eight is almost four, but over eighty-two games, it's still not four. Russ averages six. Come on, man. He averaged, There's a problem there. He averaged yeah, that one year. He averaged like what five point some. Harden averaged like five point seven one year. I'm not listen. I'm not. Saying, I have a problem with okay, that. For you, most of them. A lot of people do. I'm not saying that it's not a problem. It is a problem. He knows the problem. It is a problem. That's the way. That's that's the way. That's what it is. But you can't just look at that that negative thing and just say ah oh, he he is kind of player because of that. That's the way he plays. He's still way more productive than he is not on the basketball court, man. His track record speaks for itself. I mean, I said field goal percentage. When I, I mentioned that, I'm not talking about jump shot. We're talking about the shot he's the shots he takes. He's shooting 45% from the field this year, I believe. So obviously he's not taking that many, that he's not taking terrible shots. So he's known, he knows that he's he's a limited shooter. You, it's not like he's pulling up every every, every possession his, and just breaking everything. He he's hits his dunks. Huh? He hits his dunks. He hits his, he hits his dunks. He hits his layups. And he hits when, when it comes to and he, and he has that bank shot. Shooting, he has that bank shot, at 12 foot bank shot. He hits in a lot. When he comes, when it comes to shooting, he is sus. Yeah, not, and yo, that's not, bro. Listen, that's not I like, never yo, say I hate Russell Westbrook. Bro, it's just the truth. Bro, listen, I never say Russ a great shooter, bro. Russ is not a great shooter. If, He's not a good shooter. But he, but if you playing shot. against Russ, what you want him to do? You want shot. him to shoot? Absolutely. Same thing with LeBron. Bro. That's want, that's a problem. You playing against LeBron? You want LeBron to shoot the shot too, right? No, nah, not anymore. You want, oh, so you want LeBron to get, You want him to take it to the right, take it to your chest to the shooting shot. The, right, the thing right now is how do you beat LeBron? Because now he can shoot. But his shot ain't consistent, though. And you He's haven't seen that transition in Russ's game is what I'm saying. But, and you need it. Russ, Russ digress, right okay, okay. Russ digresses the shooter. I'll give you that. Even in OKC, he shot better from the field free throw line, and he had a better mid-range shot. Now, I don't know why he digresses the shooter, but I feel like people like to look at Russ and just point out the bad that he does. Don't, they don't ever find the good that he does. There's a lot in the basketball. No, he's a, he's a great player. That's why he's a max player. But at the same time, He's turnover prone. It's getting exposed right now because it's a magnifying glass. Because you got three max but players. But you know what's crazy? But you know what's crazy? Like his turnover numbers are high right now. Those two high turnover games he had. If you look at the last three games he played. I don't think he had more than like four turnovers in the game, and that's good for a guy like him. Allen Iverson, same way. He has a lot of turnovers in his career. Had the ball in his hands a lot. You know, so I'm saying like I'm. I, listen, bro. I'm not trying to say you wrong. I'm just saying that. People look at it. No, no, no. This is not a me versus this is not a me versus you thing, but you made a statement. You said high usage players have a lot of turnovers. No, and but I disagree. We could name other high yeah. usage players. Jason Kidd. Magic Johnson. Not high turnover. Player. I mean, imagine average for his whole career. And look at Russ's whole career. I think imagine like what 3.8, 3.9. Russ but Russ. there's a difference, man. Magic was playing a hmm. different style of basketball. How? He was playing at a faster pace. Russ plays at a fast Magic pace. By himself, nobody. It's five people. Bro, on the floor. if you look at every Russ team, Russ all played, the time. You're talking to a Russ fan, bro. If you look at every every team Russ played for, the pace is like top five every year. When he played, when he went to Houston, Houston was like last in pace. When he went to them that one year, they, they were like second to first in pace. He makes the whole team. They also had they also had Dan and Tony, but what I'm saying is maybe the pace 
is affecting his game. Everybody sees it, but that's him. the way he plays. No, you got it. We're an NBA player, right? What normally gets you to the league don't keep you in the league. Look at John Morant, for example. No, but, but the, jump out but the, the gym. The first, but he's the added famous. pieces. Top 75 players, so obviously he's doing something right. Russ is a Hall of Famer by name. Like, Come he's on, done a man. lot Russ of a, game, Russ but Russ that's not going to hold the test of time, man. Come on. That, that's not going to hold the test of time. Let, let, the, young boys let, let the league in huh? assist three times. Come on. What has he accomplished? What you want him to do, man? He got two scores. I want him to win a chip. Allen Iverson never won a chip. Charles Barkley never won a Iverson, chip. Uh, come on, man. Charles, Everybody want to compare Iverson. No, Charles Iverson Barkley. had more heart than these dudes. Iverson took a bump. No. Give these players the team Iverson, Iverson had my favorite see if they go to the ever. finals, man. Iverson my favorite player ever. See if they go to the finals, Iverson, man. Iverson my favorite player ever, bro. Charles Barkley never won a chip. What are you talking about? Patrick, you never won a chip. Chuck, Chuck ran into MJ, but he went to the finals. Russ went to the Russ finals, Russ, like, but he didn't go by himself. He went with KD. Who went, who went by himself besides AI that, that run that run AI had? What are you Chuck went about? by himself. Who did who did who did Phoenix have that you said, yo, damn? Kevin Johnson this, this was is, a nice quality team. Kevin Johnson was it Hot Rod Williams? Come on, man. Was it Hot Rod Williams? Nah. Was it Dan Margell? Come on, man. Was it Kevin Johnson? Kevin no, Johnson, Kevin Johnson was a nice though. Come on, bro. They were all right, man. They're not players that get to the finals, man. Okay. So, and that's why they so got we, exposed. So we going to say because Russ don't get to the finals by himself. Who? who? What team is Russ playing with? Because you compared him to AI. No, I'm making examples of who I never I didn't put one, that on bro. the table. You compared him to AI. I'm making AI it. took a team to the finals by himself. And, that, and it was impressive, too. It was super impressive. But I'm saying, I'm not, and I didn't say Russ was better than AI. Now I mean, like I said, AI my favorite player. You said that. I said you compared him to. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying I can make comparisons if I want. If it's going, if it's going, make the example of what I'm trying to say. So let's compare Superman to Robin. You you can't do that because no, come on, man. You acting like you acting like Russ don't hold so, the candle to AI. So, come huh? on, man. You acting like Russ is some less player. Like he don't like he can't be in the same discussion with AI and these guys. These are these are guys that love Russ. They talk high of Russ, Kobe, AI, all these dudes. You know, I said you you got it in your head. You don't mess with Russ, and that's fine, bro. That's cool. I don't care. You, you how you got your opinion? I got my opinion. But I'm just trying to make my argument. And I think I think my argument's stronger than yours, honestly, bro. You're entitled to that opinion, man. You're not. Right. So so let me ask this: Is Russ a good fit for the Lakers right now with them trying to get back to a championship? Well, they bought Russ in because they wanted a player. To take the heat off LeBron. LeBron is up in age. This is year 19. They need somebody when LeBron sit out to step up. And so far, Russ hasn't done that. But he's making gradual steps. He did that but they don't Antonio. have time for gradual steps. <laughs> They're in a win-now situation. I, I, I feel like, man, you're you right to, to extend. I feel like I feel like with, with Russ, man, I never I ne- listen, bro. I never seen people scrutinize record early regular season games the way they do the Lakers game. It's crazy. Like they blow a 19-point lead, and they blame Russ. Russ was a plus 15 in that whole game. I get it. He, he turned the ball late, this and that. But you blow a 19-point lead, that ain't all on one player, man. That's the whole team, bro. That's the team. Especially when the guy's a plus 15 or whatever, 19 on the court, whatever he was. You know what I'm saying? So I, that's when I, all I'm saying is that the scrutiny for Russ is over the top. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, like me, you know you know Globe, right, from uh, mm-hmm. Twitter. That's my guy. You know, your diehard Warriors fan, he loves Steph. He even said, we talk all this every day. He even said like the rush, the rush scrutiny is like over the top, man. Like it's just, it's just like people, people look at these clowns like Skip Bellis and them, and they, they, they have an agenda for what they, what they talk about. And these people that don't they have, have a narrative. Yeah, yeah. And these people that that don't have no mind, 
they watch these shows. I don't watch these shows, but they watch these shows, they read their tweets, and they go off for that. You watch the games, Russ be playing his butt off, man. Like, I'm not, say- I'm not saying he a perfect player, like I said before, but not all the time it's his fault, man. So if a team blow a 26-point lead, a 19-point lead, you put that on one player, you got to look in the mirror and tell you, and just look like you just don't like the guy. But that's a team. That's a team. That's a team loss, man. Know what I mean? In America, in America, we we down the hero, we up the hero. Russ is a max player. He's not. Uh, he's not. All these other guys are on federal minimums. Anthony Russ Davis. Is Anthony Davis is a max player too. Understand, but he's street clothes. Like he's what always playing, hurt. and he's getting criticized for that. But he gets criticized for that as well. But what you just what, I'm what saying, you back just to said Russ, though, right? Russ criticism is. That like yo, he comes with accolades. He comes with you're a max. You one of the highest played players in the league. You won an MVP. We want you to show and prove. That's it. We want you to play. We want to see you in the finals consistently. We want to see you play meaningful basketball. That's what my is. Is there a narrative with the uh, I can break the TV shows and all that? Of course, they got they got a business. They're doing this to do business. But me as a fan of ball, I've (laughs) always been on. I always grew up knowing basketball was played a certain way. It was played to win, which is like his heart is in it. He plays to win. He works hard, right? He does. But at the same time, he's not he's not a cerebral player. He's not. And hopefully he can adapt that. He's not. But it doesn't look like it. And that's why people are on his case. Yeah, but, you, but, but this is my thing. I, I, I hear what you're saying, bro, and I understand that. This is my thing, though. People can't expect everybody to play a, their, their way of basketball, like, like I said, I go back to like AI Kobe. They didn't play that certain brand of basketball. Like they played, they played their way. Kobe played with Shaq. Now I mean, then he played, he played with power on those guys. It's a team sport. I can go to every team Russ played for. And t- besides, besides the um, 2016 team, well, he ain't the only one that blew that that series. KD ain't played well either. But you know, Russ got all the blame for that. But you know, I can go back to besides that team. Russ was he never had a team where the team should have won. If you look at the you look at the games, like when they play Utah. Russ, they say they criticized Russ for having uh, he took like forty shots. But you know why he took forty shots? Because Paul George took like five shots. Carmelo took like seven shots. It's like, bro, I'm giving you the ball and you passing me and you passing the ball right back to me. What you want me to do? Russ the dog. He gonna go down. He gonna go down swinging. That's why I mess with him. That's why AI mess with him. That's why Kobe mess with him. He gonna go out swinging. But you can't take you can't take forty shots and not take the blame. But he it don't work blame, like that. Because if you had to okay, took, okay. if you had to took okay, forty listen, shots in one, but listen, if you had to took forty shots in one, we'd give you the accolades. But listen, you listen, can't have it both ways. Now I agree with that to extent. Also, listen, Paul George can't be a superstar and take eight shots and not take no blame. He didn't get no blame for that. They ain't say nothing about Paul. his name is pa- is pandemic Pete. <laughs> I mean, but you hear what I'm saying though, bro. He's a high paid player too. Mm-hmm. He's on the team with Russ. So everybody when Paul, talking about his Russ this Russ that, and I looking at the other guys. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not I saying think, I think you. I, I'm not. I think you put on a cape for Russ, and you're not really realizing yeah. that a lot of people took the blame. Like Paul George called himself. Pa- no, 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 himself no, 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 no. I'm not saying. Then that. they were calling himself Pandemic P. Paul like, George took the blame. Of- Paul George came back the next year because he said he said like, man, I had to I had to step up. I had to show like show you know re- how you say like you know just uh, redeem myself for what what I did last year. I'm not talking about the players. The players. I'm talking about the the, the media, the fans. They I think the media rolled Paul George a little harder than they did Russ. Mm, no, I don't know. Come on, I don't man. know about that one. I, I'm a, I, I said, think. We can't prove this. Unless can't we, prove like, went at the articles. You can't prove it, man. Like, you know how many articles and footage you'd have to go through to see who got criticized more? No, I'm just saying, man. Come on, man. You live, the man, you, you Russ is still Russell Westbrook, right? Earth, man. You, got, you got a TV. You got a phone. You got the internet. You know how it go, man. Come on, man. 
You know how this is, man. You know how they you know how they be on rush, man. They be on rush for everything, bro. No, come on, they be on rush for everything. His his post game interviews, everything. You watch his documentary. The man did wear a dress this summer. I'm not, and I'm not. The man, <laughs> the man did wear a dress this I summer. I mean, that ain't got nothing to do with. No, no but that's going to bring door. criticism. That's going to bring criticism. But it, is it going to criticize his game, like, though? Talking about, like, yo, talking about basketball. You talking about dresses, man. <laughs> nah, like, yo, we want to know. What are you doing with nah, your jump shot suspect? And like I said, I wear dresses. And I try, I try, I try to get Glow to come on the on the, on the podcast. So I want him like, cause he he can he can vouch for me on this. Like, I'm gonna get him on I, one day. Yeah. Cause like, cause like, I don't always cape for us, bro. Only only cape when people go crazy on him for no reason. I'm the same guy watching the game. Like, hey, what are you doing, bro? Like, mm-hmm. I'm the same guy watching the game. What the hell is that, Russ? You know, but at the same time. They go crazy up on Russ about it, and you see, you see Harden do the same thing. You see his guy do the same thing. It's like, ah, well, you know, we ain't gonna talk about that. But let Russ have a, have a late game blunder. They got, they, they, I ain't got Twitter no more, obviously. But they, he trending on Twitter and all of this stuff, and they talk about it on Facebook. It's just like, all right, man, it's just a little bit too much. That's all I'm saying. I'm not capable for the guy. He, he's frustrating. Well, Watch. let, let me my introduce guy. myself. Let me introduce myself. James Harden is a bum. <laughs> Russell Westbrook is a bum. Okay, man. that's where I've been standing. I've been standing on that side of the street, well, and I'm gonna stay on that. Well, well, when they went can't. to the finals and choked well, well, against can't. Miami, I'm well, like, it's clipped. Well, you can't say, you but can't you know why it was clipped for me? Bone. Not because he's not a good player. I clipped him because I could see him and KD having that alpha male conversation, and it's like, all right, if you that dog, take us to the promised land. And, and he couldn't see, do. It. And see, that's why, and that's why you need to watch that documentary. He spoke on it. The dude said. I never once, and if you even remember when uh, KD got leaked for that burner account he had, he was sitting there talking to uh, talking to fans. If you if you go read that, KD never once slandered Russ in, in that burner account. He said he left OKC because all they had was him and Russ. And if you watch the documentary, Russ says, "I told KD like I'm not you, bro." He says that like I'm I'm not I'm, I never thought I was better than Kevin. He says that in the documentary, you know. But people, Russ got that dog mentality. They think that he think like that. He a confident guy, man. That's how that's just how that go. Now, I mean, if you don't like him, that's just say that, bro. All that other stuff you're doing is just, it's just, it just sounds crazy. You talking about? I don't know him not to like him. You just, you, I don't know him not to like him. Huh? You just don't like him as just a player. Like we get it. We get it. Yeah. No, he's a bum. He's a bum. <laughs> not because he's not nice on the court. Well, how you a bum, bum if he's not, he not nice? You contradicting yourself. Bro. Because yo, you could have bum. Yo, remember his mad bums that never made the All Star team because they had great numbers but losing records. He'll have a decent record, make the all-star team, but in the playoffs, it don't count. And that kind of upsets me. Man. I want to see Russ hold a championship up. No, you don't, man. You don't want to see Russ. <laughs> you don't want to see You can't tell me what I want. Hey, man, man. I can hear it in your voice, man. You're right. I can't tell you what's in your heart, bro. I can't hear but one, he's oh. playing with my mob right now. Huh? So he he's playing with my mob right now. So unless we're gonna trade him, he better hold the oh, championship. So you, oh, so you up no, he I'm not all over the place. To be honest, guy, he everywhere. Right. He was he was the Knicks, then he went to Brooklyn. Now he with the Lakers. You know, it's... understand this. If Brooklyn have a team, I'm from Brooklyn, so I'm always going to represent Brooklyn. Yeah. You're going to see me in Brooklyn Nets apparel. You're going to see me at Brooklyn Nets game, mostly at the 4040. You're going to see me repping Brooklyn. But as far as rooting for Brooklyn, that's clip. I don't believe in James Harden. KD is good. Kyrie done wild out and like lost his mind. I don't know what's up with Kyrie. Like uh, he's from yeah, Australia I mean, too. I mean, so, like, <laughs> like growing up, like I'm from Jersey. We used to go. Uh, like my brother, big time baller, could have been in the league, whatever. But that's another story. But like we knew Kyrie growing up. Kyrie always been different, man. Always been a different guy. So this ain't really surprising. 
This is beyond different though. But he this is like this is beyond saying like yo, everybody's going that way. Let me go this way. This is like standing on and it's like the uh I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get sudden to this Kyrie thing. Kyrie <laughs> we didn't already been down that road. <laughs> Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie. I don't I don't I don't agree. Take I don't agree with what he's doing and all of that, but at the end of the day, man, it is what it is, yo. The earth not flat. Yeah, we know that. Um, <laughs> the, the, um, just like and he's. I think he's. Still, I think if you ask, I think they avoid asking certain questions to this dude. Like, I think if you ask him today, he'll still say the earth is flat. Yeah, weirdo, and it's bro. like, yo, what's, what's going on, man? Like, you know, the um, the uh, the you know, not getting a shot. Yo, I agree with everybody. It should have a choice. You know, I live in New York. It's a mandate. If I want to feed my family, I gotta get a shot. But my friend died. So it was bigger than feeding my family for me for a long time. So I'm not, I wasn't playing with that. So to see him like go public with it, it was just nuts to me. And then it's like, yo, you saying you want to do re like he's not saying why he won't get the shot. And then when you talk but honestly, is it is it is it really his responsibility to tell the media or to tell us why his decision is what it is? Because you said earlier because it's a personal only reason. So this this is the world we live in right now. Sports has transcended from just being on the court. Yeah, you're also a public figure. Yeah, I agree with you. You also got kids like they look up to him. So when you come to Brooklyn, man, that's why I'm not a fan of everybody just coming to Brooklyn. Like they could have took that to the Knicks for all I cared about. I'd rather have dudes that's going to compete and play their to their best. I'd rather have Spencer Dinwiddie. I'd rather have dudes that's going to play to the best of their ability and we not win a chip than have the best dudes and they do some bonehead like this because Brooklyn is also a culture. It's just not that arena. So many people got this. That, that arena is bigger than what it's presented to be. But you got to be from the town to understand Brooklyn is a culture. So when somebody like Kyrie come out and say, yo, I'm not jacking a shot, pretty much is what he's saying. That's what the kids heard. You're going to have the kids that just follow him. Yo, Kyrie yeah, yeah. ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, you know what I mean? So he's a public figure. That's why he has to speak on it. And he didn't really have to speak on it. He chose to speak on it. Nobody he could have said no comment. It's the same thing. He could. He didn't have to take a That's side. That's true. I, I I agree there. He could have. Yeah, he could have avoided it that way. He he made a stance like, "Yo, I'm dragging over here. This is big. I'm standing on this. All right, cool. But you knew what came with that. You like so that's what kind of and it, it always upsets me because I'd be wondering if these dudes wasn't max players, would they still feel the same way? But we'll never know because they are. You know, Kyrie's just had a lot of situations that I wasn't really jacking when he came to the Nets. Like, yo. They asked me who did I want. I wanted Dame. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted Dame. I'm not really a Steph Curry fan. Um, Steph Curry is great. That doesn't mean that I got to be a fan of him. You know, his, his style of basketball is not my style of basketball. I'm not with jacking from half court. And that is part of basketball right now. Yeah. But if you watch, so that's the thing. The NBA transcends to the AAU levels, right? So if you go coach and you watch yeah, these kids, kids the these kids that yeah. are not putting the same amount of effort in a jacket from half court because yeah. they see it on the, you see that, you see they that see it in the game and it's like yo you, you know what i mean so um yeah. i'm not I, I i didn't want Kyrie in the nets I, they could have gladly took that the brooklyn um from the from brooklyn to the um to the bogus ass next they could have took that over there where they already do dumb shit they could have stayed over there with that i didn't want Kyrie on the nets um i would have rather deem when it comes to that point guard situation, who's the best point PG in the league? I'm giving that to Dame right now because he's showing improvement. You, you know, you watch um, Dame huh? play this year? He's struggling. Yeah, he's struggling right high. now. <laughs> he's struggling right now. It's only the first ten games. Nah, it is. But I'm saying. Bro. I'm not. I'm not the people. I'm not jumping on these people. Like listen, listen, for no, me, I'm with not. Westbrook and the turnovers, it's like, yo, this is more of the same, which makes me nervous. 
Because, like, yo, when you had bad players around you, because in OKC, he didn't have nothing. Washington, he didn't really have nothing. When you have bad players around you, you play a certain way. But I always feel like in anything in life, you should adjust to where you're at. So you're in the Lakers right now. You don't have to do that. And it's not like clicking in his head, which I see. But you can see him making an effort. Like you said, the other night, I think he only had one turnover, which is great. It's just that yeah, it's just you, bad you, that four nights before, three nights before, he had nine turnovers. Yeah, but you know, you know what I'm saying? It's you like, gotta, yo, this is you gotta, you gotta, you gotta find his groove. I'm giving him 20 you gotta, games. You gotta take, Why you gotta, I'm only giving him 20 games and not a season because LeBron is in year 19. We need to win that. Okay, but we don't really gotta, have time. To you gotta, lose. you gotta give. Um, if you if you watch Russ, especially the last two years, Russ always starts the season a little slow. He actually started the season better than he usually starts the season off. Like the last few years, it took him a. 15, 20 games to get in the get in the groove, fill out the team, all of that. Then the same time, the turnover talk, you're gonna get that with Russ, man. Like that's just that you're gonna have a game like that, but you also gonna have games. Nine is too much. Also, it is. Nine it is, is too but much. You also gonna have games like last yeah. year when he had two 20 assist games, he had like three turnovers in each of them. So you're gonna also have games like that too. All I'm saying is, man, when he played bad, you wanna talk, talk your talk, go ahead and do that, man. But when he played good, sit there and show him love too. And when he ball out, don't nobody talk. It's quiet. So you know, I don't think I don't think so. Nah, it's quiet, bro. So. It's quiet, bro. I'm telling you, I don't hear. I don't see. No he's team. on the Lakers, so he's getting the attention. Nah, They're prime time. Nah, man. I'm, I'm, well, I don't know. Well, like I said, we two different people. We live in two different places, two different lives. Remember when you watched the shows? I don't know if you watched the shows. I don't really watch. I don't. The I don't watch. I don't watch. There's, there's an A and a B side. Just like on this podcast yeah. right now, we're kind of forming an A and a B side, but it's natural. You know, yeah, but this is this this is more. I'm not so much of a fan. Yeah, but it, but, but this is more. This is more genuine. That that stuff is fake on TV. They they do that. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. an A and a B side. They they. Okay, yeah, business. I hear what you're saying. We're doing this for the love. Yeah, so those people probably don't feel that way about Russ. But you know, the people that came up with the script for the show that day, yo, yeah. we're going to ride this because this gets a reaction. Cool. We say things <laughs> like this, it got ten thousand yeah. likes or something like that. You know what I mean? This got us the. This got us the traffic talking about this. Yeah. So Russell West Brick, that has a catch to it. They're going to run. Gonna run but at the yeah. same time, like when Russ have a 50-point game, they everybody's on Russ. Like, yo, Russ, because, you know, when you win the MVP, it's not so much how the fans feel. It's what the same analysts and writers feel because those are the people that voted for you. When you make first team All-NBA, that's who voted for you. So it, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to balance out, especially on the Lakers. If he plays well, he's going to get a lot of good press. <clears throat> if he plays bad, he's going to get highlighted too. Yeah, I, I feel you. Makes sense. Well, I'm gonna wrap this up because we're gonna have the whole Russell Westbrook segment over here. <laughs> um, Gotti, you know, anymore? What'd you say? You know, I was gonna talk talk a lot with Russ. That's my guy. Man. Oh yeah, I'm all here for it. I'm here for it. Um, any more hot takes? Who's the best point guard in the league? Yeah. Who's the best point guard in the league? Yeah. Steph Curry. Crickets, crickets, <laughs> crickets. Guys, great. Steph could shoot. The, I think Steph is the – that's my argument with Steph. I think Steph is the best shooter, but I'm used to all-around players, man. I don't – I I don't jack the no – off the no uh, all offense, just, no defense NBA. I don't jack that at all. I just feel like with um, Steph – I just feel like with Steph, he's so great at what he does, man, that it just kind of supersedes everything else. You know, like the, the guy is just great, man. So you can't really deny what he's done in the league. I mean, so we talk about winning, he's won. So to me, you got to give it to the guy that's won if you want to talk about that. I don't count the KD championships, but well, he, he has won. Yeah, you know. But he has won. Yeah, I, I said, but I threw an asterisk in there. He has won. But at the same time, um, I, I think his, I think his, I think he got a great system. 
I think, you know, he's a great shooter, man. He's one of the greatest shooters in the league. I, I've had the privilege. I didn't get the privilege of watching George Gervin, the Iceman. A lot of people listening to this might not understand who the Iceman was. <laughs> one of the coldest shooters you'll ever see. Um, I got to see Reggie Miller because I was a Knicks fan. And the games weren't, that's another thing, the games weren't televised as much as uh, they are now, but I got to see Reggie Miller. I got to see um, Ray Allen. Yeah, me too. You know, I got to see Ray Allen on the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got to see Ray Allen. I got to see Ray Allen in Seattle. I got to see, yeah. I got to see Ray Allen like when it was just him and his mid game and three point was, you know, that was that was it. He wasn't really dunking on you. He wasn't really going. He could dunk, um, but he wasn't really well, Ray, going when, to the rack. When Ray first came in the league straight out of UConn. Ray was a slasher, man. He get into the rack all of that. He Ray was an all around offensive player. He became a smart. But he guy. had to make adjustments. He became a smart that, guy. These are adjustments older. that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, when he got older, he made, well, he made adjustments. Yeah, these are the adjustments we're talking about with other players. That's what I'm saying. That's why some of these players are getting criticized because you're not seeing any adjustments. Yeah, we know you're great at this, but what else can you do? This is the NBA. And that's my problem with the NBA, too. I might be one of those dudes that was spoiled. I got to see Akeem. I got to see Pat. I got I got to see big men with jump shots. Yeah. I got to see big men with footwork. So this whole you idea whole, that a You got big a whole man, bunch of that now. You got a whole bunch of big men. That, that's all they do is shoot now. Yeah, but they're not good at it. Yeah. That's the difference. It's, it's, that's it's a, a transition. Occurring with that. Yeah, that's the difference. You know what I mean? They, they, they do do it. We do see that, but they're not, you're not seeing, like, you know what's crazy to me? Charles Barkley spoke about this, and normally Chuck is on the deep end of wrong. Like, he's really wrong when he speaks, but that's also his character. That's also how they win Emmys, right? But um, yeah. Charles Barkley said, yo, dudes is going to work out with Akeem, like, year seven and eight. Yeah, seven and eight. <laughs> you should have been going to see Akeem year two and three. Yeah, I, I to add things on the game. Yeah, heard of you know what I mean. That's what we're looking for in the NBA. The NBA is like, like Mike, for instance, right? When Mike was with Chicago early and they was losing to Detroit, Mike was a force, but he knew he had to add pieces to his game, and the, and then the, the then the team added the personnel to fit the pieces to a game, but he had to do his part. Yeah. And once we seen him do his part, it was like all the accolades were given, and that's all we want out of the players that we watching right now, because they because you know even though they down Russ. Russ is what a two-time MVP or one time? One time. Okay, MVP says a lot, man. Two-time scoring. Because every year, every year they could have gave that to LeBron, and nobody would have been mad. Yep. Nobody would have been like, "Yo, LeBron didn't deserve it," especially on the Cleveland teams. Yeah. So, like, they, to win the MVP speaks to people having love for you. You know what I mean? To um, make the All Star team speaks to people having love for you. I I think he'll be an All Star again this year. He's L.A. kid playing L.A. I know the um he's not he's not the playing. guard forward. Yeah, he's not he's, huh? he's not playing bad this year. You know, it's just that the team up and down. We look at the numbers, the numbers are actually not that he have like 28 and 8 right now. He ain't really playing bad, but he can play better, obviously. You know, but like I said that's that's the thing. That's what they're looking for. And then on the nice with it's going to get highlighted versus OKC. Absolutely. They're the worst team, one of the worst teams in the league, and it's a return home from him. And then the collapse of those kind of leads, like you know, you can't put that on him, you can't put that all on him though. No, no, from a from a from a rational mindset, no, because a team lost that game. AD was on that court. Well, from <laughs> from a specter, it's like, yo, man, this is a gladiator sport. Yeah. To the victor go to spoils, man. You lost, so you so you're going to get clowned. That's that's how it goes. No, 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 I get that. I'm just saying, you know, they gotta. I don't want to talk about that no more. It's like <laughs> it's like the same, <laughs> same, the same thing, man. It is what it is. But nah, I respect you. I respect your opinion, man. End of the day, you are gonna have your opinion. I'm gonna have mine and. You see what happens, man. It's a long season, you know. Long season. I need Russ to be good. I need I need a chip. 
I need LA to have a chip and Bezos team to be out. I need the I need Bezos team to be watching the playoffs from home. Um, I need LA to be in the championship. I'm pretty sure he's going that way anyway, but you know. That's what I need. <laughs> it's going that way. But um Gotti, thank you so much for joining the show. Any other hot takes from you before we go? Uh, no, I don't have no more ethics. You good? You good? All right. Thank you again for tuning in, Pop. You know what it is this way. Thank you all for tuning in to Hot Take Season. Y'all be blessed. You too, man. This was fun. Peace.